1: About to hear the most interesting, informative, thought provoking, opinion leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is the Rob Carson Show.
2: It is the Rob Carson Show, last hour of the show. Right ahead. At the bottom of the hour, we have the uh, person, or at least one of the people, who put together the convoy movement in Canada that was summarily crushed. By uh, the communist in charge of Canada. So we'll be talking to her in the bottom of the hour also. Uh, Wow. Uh, San Francisco is just descending into hell. Two very large uh, hotels, uh, a Hilton and the Park 55, both with capacity for about 3,000 people, have decided rather than trying sell out or shut down, they're just turning the hotels over to their creditors because they're worthless. They're worthless. That's coming up this hour on the, uh, on the show on the show um uh, by the way uh, there's a, a good deal of debate about joe biden his candidacy he announced his candidacy what about a month ago immediately experienced the lowest approval ratings of any president in american history and as far as our recent memory is concerned in my lifetime we've not seen a worse president as far as polling than uh, jimmy carter and joe biden is doing that he is absolutely doing it and america gets it Uh, We heard uh, yesterday, Corinne Jean-Pierre would not even answer the question if Joe Biden will live, if he is elected, will live to see the end of his uh, presidency, which is, of course, an absurdity on the face of it. Very few, I would say, a, a, a larger majority of men in this country die before 86 than live to 86, let alone... Uh, as the president of the United States, so it all is uh nonsensical, but don't tell that to uh, people like Hakeem Jeffries, the minority leader of the House of Representatives, who is convinced that Joe Biden is he's uh, just gotten better with
3: age. I will we'll say this, but uh, President is certainly incredible leader, incredible negotiator, incredible strategist, uh, and he's strong, brilliant, understands nuance in those conversations, some of whom, uh, or that. I was with him and the other legislative leaders and and saw it firsthand.
2: Okay, let me say this uh, first and foremost. No one ever in 50 years in Washington, D.C. has ever said any of those things about Joe Biden. Nobody ever has. That is uh, groundbreaking uh, because A, nobody has ever thought that about Joe Biden and nobody certainly would start thinking about that with Joe Biden when he's bumbling and stumbling his way through his presidency, when he is uh, losing his place, when he doesn't know where he is, which way is up, cannot speak, is falling down. So uh, it, it is uh, actually laughable in its almost a Stalin-esque treatment of Joe Biden like we would go, oh, you know what, you're right, yeah, Hakeem, you're right, he is really wise, he He is really awesome. He is really a true leader
4: early today, because I'm going to be in
2: Florida,
5: Florida, Florida. Do you encourage
2: people to vote
4: early if they can? yeah, I do, I do, thank you. What kind of country we're going to be Mm -hmm. four more years of Georgia, Georgia, he uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be we're going to be in a different world. Four more years of George. I know more than most people know, and I can get things done. That's why I'm running. If you want to check my shape on, it. let's do push ups together. Yeah. yeah. Let's do Never
2: been considered terribly bright until
6: now. I'm afraid that poor Joe Biden, yeah. his
2: faculties are sliding. Yes, it's a
6: sad refrain. Nobody believes you, uh, Hakeem. On the edge, watch him teeter. He would be a better leader if he only had a brain. He does have one, it's just broken. That non existent hand he's shaking, and all the gaff Joe's making, his supporters can't explain. When he speaks, it's a gamble. I bet he wouldn't ramble if he only, only had a brain. brain. Or a heart. Oh, I can't tell you why Joe Biden somehow got elected. This is Jim Gassi. Just hope November 8th he and his kind will be rejected. If he's still alive. Joe Biden, he's so dense he doesn't have the sense to come in from the rain. Ryan there. He's worse than Jimmy Carter, but I bet he'd be much smarter if he only had a brain.
2: Maybe one of those uh, those Elon Musk Neuralink transmitters could make him smart. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, Donald Trump has a new ad. And uh, here it is, and, and one of the things I say about, uh, about Trump is that uh, he uses the expression I am your retribution, and that means a lot to a lot of people because there are a lot of people who believe and know in their hearts that we have been abused by the federal government in more ways than one, whether that be the restriction of our freedom of speech being used by the federal government to shut down any sort of dissent about everything from CRT to COVID to Russia collusion to the southern border, I can go on and on. Whether it be all of the trials of Donald Trump that have resulted in nothing, whether the two impeachments that were based on nothing, the raid of Mar a Lago, etc., people understand that this is nonsense. And this is what I think Donald Trump speaks to in his new ad. Here's a
7: question for you. Yeah, what is it? Just how far are the radical left and inside the Beltway bandits willing to go to stop him? We all know they hate him for winning the fight to protect life, for exposing their deep state, for draining their precious swamp. And they already know he'll crush Biden. So like a- You can't win against
2: Biden.
5: Yeah,
7: again. Pack of rabid wolves, they attack. So let's impeach him. Let's get tainted radical left prosecutors to charge him. Let's conspire with Hillary and the FBI with fake stories about him. All to distract from Biden's incompetence, weakness and money grabbing corruption. But here's the thing, he'll never blink. That's called having the courage of your convictions. And it's why he's our president. Yeah, so that's a new one from uh, Donald
2: Trump. Eric Trump last night was actually on uh, Eric Bowling's show. And uh, I think there are two people to watch in this race. One of them, well, I should say three. Uh, Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump, and RFK. I know, I know. You're shocked as I am. RFK, for real. I'll explain, if I haven't already the last few days, why he is real incredible uh, as, as not only a Democrat, attracting Democrats who are patriotic, but also some people who are on the fence. Not kidding. But anyway, here is Eric Bowling last night talking about the assaults on Donald Trump and the reason why they're happening.
3: We didn't even get an apology from anybody until, you know, I mean, obviously the Durham report came out and really spoke to the true corruption. And then what do they do after all of that? After torturing somebody for three years unjustly, they raid a person's house and they go through, you know, their young son's room and they go through Melania's closets and they go through everything else and, um, they have you know, 30 FBI agents that storm into Mar-a-Lago, and they go through that, and they put them through hell again, and then they conjure up investigations in New York, and they and conjure after, up...
2: Uh, and after all of them, Donald Trump became more popular. How is that possible If he's such a criminal? How did he become more
3: popular? Um, and weaponized district attorneys and attorney generals all over the place. I mean, they are hell-bent on taking Donald Trump out, no matter um, how they do it, and... And, Eric, you know, we saw this. They tried to get to my father through the executive branch, and it didn't work. And now they try and come after him civilly, and they try and come after him criminally. And it's part of the game, and it's part of the corruption we see in this country. And uh, the FBI is losing a lot of trust. Um, I can tell you out there on the street every single day, people say, I-, I no longer trust law enforcement in this nation. That's actually a very scary thing for the United States of America, who's about to supposed to stand for the rule of law above everything else.
2: Yeah, I think the FBI has really screwed itself. Uh, And if you don't believe me, this is uh, some highlights from the last uh, seven years of the Democrat media with regard to trying to take down Donald Trump.
5: Just check it out. Feels like the walls are closing in on the White House. It feels as if the walls are closing in here. I think the walls of, of justice are closing in on President Trump.
8: Increasingly desperate, feeling like the walls are closing in. The
9: president clearly feels all the walls
2: closing in on him. I don't see how anybody has any faith in uh, the the latest round of whatever Donald Trump is going to be indicted for, classified documents he had the right to have. Uh, it, it, it honestly uh, it's just going to embolden and empower him, but they, they can't stand it. They can't just let it lie. They've got to continue to go after him. Now this may have worked in, you know, the Soviet Union. This may have worked may work in Cuba. It's not working here. It's not working here. And I don't care who you support. If you support Ron DeSantis, that's fine. I'm just speaking from the American people who see this is all bull crap. It's all a bunch of crap. A little bit more from uh, Eric Trump being a family member of Donald Trump and all of the things that the media and the uh, the deep state have thrown at him.
3: They'll, they'll indict my father. You know, they always say yeah. they can indict a ham sandwich. They'll indict my father for jaywalking. They'll indict my father for going five yeah. miles an hour over the speed limit. They will make up something to fabricate to indict my father because he's leaving the Republican nomination. He's leaving the entire field. He's running ahead of DeSantis by 40 points. They know he's going to be the presumptive nominee. They know he's going to be the guy that's going after Biden, who's probably the most disastrous president this nation's ever seen. We're a nation that is in decline. My father says that all the time. We're a nation that's failing on every single front. And now all of a sudden you've got one of the most effective presidents in the history of this country, if not the most effective, who's going to actually plead that case to the American people in a very loud way, which my father can do better than anybody, and they want to take him out of the race because
2: yeah that's the way it is and and i would not put it past them if donald trump becomes the nominee for the left in the deep state to attempt to start a war in our country they already have really if you think about it but i would not doubt it i you think things got ugly in 2020 you ain't seen nothing 2022 you ain't seen nothing we got a lot of evil people going on in this uh, in this country in this deep state, and they do not want to let go of the power and the money. The only person who could take it away from them is a guy who has a. Uh uh, kind of a bad tan and a comb over. Uh, let's go to Dennis in Berlin, Maryland. Dennis called us last week, and he is—he uh, had a, a report on the Board of Directors uh, elections meeting, I should say, in Maryland. Real quick, Dennis, refresh my memory, and then tell us what happened at the meeting yesterday.
4: Okay, yes, uh, I was talking about we're not going to get anything changed unless we clean up uh, the, our ability to vote fairly, and just yes. get, we need Donald Trump desperately. We are not going to get him in office if we don't close up this uh, voter fraud. We got back from the uh, board of elections meeting today. And Vince Gisrael. In which county again, Dennis? Uh, in I'm which sorry, county? Worcester County. Maryland, Snow yes. Snow Hill. And uh, yes. Vince Gisrael presented 17 counties in the state uh, on, a, on big graph uh, bulletin boards where Republicans in statewide elections were leading substantially with in person voting. That's the secret in person voting. But later, when they added up the uh, mail in ballots, all, all, the leading numbers shifted to the Democrats dramatically. We think this is way too coincidental and just shows, if not proves, fraud. The candidates competing were Cox Moore, Glassman Learman, Patuka Brown, and Chaffee uh, Van Hollen. We also made our case for voter ID. I showed the board a list of 66 activities where you'd be asked for identification. I said, I will not read all of them, but here are just a few standouts. Do you know one would need an ID to adopt a pet or get (laughs) season tickets to an amusement park? Yes. The most contradictory activity requiring ID out of all 66 of them is your participation in a political event. You have to show a voter. You have to show picture ID. Holy mackerel. is Is not voting a political event? Dennis, let me, Dennis let me ask you this. Dennis, let me ask you this. Dennis, Dennis,
2: Dennis, Dennis, Dennis. Hold on, Dennis. Um, I don't know if you can hear me or what's going on, but anyway. Dennis, do you suppose you made me headway, uh, and do you believe that Maryland, because Maryland is a lot like other states. It's a lot of farmland, a lot of mountains, and then a couple big population centers that screw everything else up. Do you suppose that there, there are people in Maryland who are absolutely opposed to the nonsense happening in Annapolis, and they are just being shut out with fraudulent voting uh uh yes, yes but okay.
4: enough of us have to get involved with this and not just say there's nothing that can be done we yes. have to start on the but it's got to be a bottom-up uh, up event bottom-up initiative we can't start at the top because we're just going to get disregarded if we I start know. from the bottom up if we get worcester county our next step is to go to the county commissioners and we're going to show them how they can save a substantial amount of money by having mail-in ballots and yes. we think we're going to get headway with that, but we didn't want to blindside our board of elections because they seem to be on our side, but they feel that they have to, well, they know they have to go according to state mandates. Well, I wrote this all down. Let me give a conclusion of everything that we did in this meeting. Hey, Dennis, i got
2: to have you hold on. Uh, I want you to finish that on the other side of the break. Can you do that? Sure, sure, definitely. All right, let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show.
1: His first grade teacher said he talked out of turn. Worse after he's missed a day. Well, things haven't changed. It's the Rob Carson Show. Show.
2: I think the election system in our country is uh, profoundly corrupt. I don't think that the people of Chicago wanted somebody worse than Lori Lightfoot. Uh, But there's a lot of money. There's a lot of corruption, certainly in Chicago. It's happened all over the country. I don't doubt it's happening in Maryland. Uh, I'm glad I don't live in Maryland anymore, just for my kids' sake, really, and my sanity's sake. Dennis is uh, very involved in attempting to explain to people in Maryland that the uh, the elections there are not fair. uh, And he is presenting evidence with regard to mail-in voting etc and he joins us on the phone uh and this is i think what america has to do to be involved you you're a a leader with regard to this but dennis you were in uh in a meeting a board of elections meeting yesterday and you said that you you presented your evidence about uh, mail-in votes versus in-person voting uh tell me what the conclusions were last night
4: Okay, well, uh, this was today, by the way. Oh, today, I'm sorry. Uh, I apologize. left off here is that I presented you need voter ID for uh, 66 things, and uh, you need one for a political event, but not for voting. The director of the elections mentioned that they requested uh, voter ID from the state board of uh, being mandated. And they were told that it's discriminatory. We know that. I counted stating these <laughs> 66 activities demanding ID must also be discriminatory. Yes. And they yep. seem to agree by their facial expressions. I also presented a drive for paper ballots in the state of Arkansas. I wanted them to see this. The Arkansas Voter Integrity Initiative said that paper ballots needs to be embraced for the sake of transparency, security, and simplicity. They said voting machines are voting computers that rely on secret proprietary source codes for programming inaccessible, even to the Secretary of State, those codes. Voting machines undermine trust by reading barcodes instead of actual text on ballot summary cards. I'm almost done here. Cybersecurity experts also highlighted unseen risk in computerized voting such as potential undetectable vote manipulation. The Arkansas Voter Integrity Initiative Group, and I told them all this, concluded that transparency in our elections can only be fully achieved through paper ballots. They offered their solution. Have secure, watermarked, handmarked, and hand-counted paper ballots. We stated our goals, and this is the end of my whole presentation. One, mandatory voter picture ID. Two, paper ballots, three, single-day voting with preliminary election night results, four, elimination of mail-in ballots, which does not include absentee ballots, and five, uh, elimination of drop boxes and elimination of voting machines. That's what we said to them. And they said uh, they liked our presentation. They Mm -hmm. also said that we also need to go to Annapolis and present this to the uh, state board of elections. And continue the good fight. We all need to continue to fight. If we don't fight, we're going to get screwed and lose our republic.
2: Dennis, you are fantastic, bro. I mean, honestly, kaboom, my friend. Kaboom. That was beautiful. Do me a favor.
4: We can do so when we go meet our maker, you can throw up your hands and say, hey, I tried. All right. I tried.
2: <laughs> Dennis, do me a favor. I want, uh, hold on. Give me your, give, uh, I'm going to have my producer give you uh, he, my email address so we can stay in touch via email and you can send me yeah, the, the points. That, okay. Yeah. I want the points that you just presented and, and I'm going to, I'm going to use those as a template. I mean, honestly, boom, you get well, it. Man, God it bless you, bro.
4: Okay. I've been reading. obviously, I don't want to miss anything. I'll, I'll, I'll email this to you from the um, email that I got from you last week.
2: All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right. So um, I got a couple minutes here, and I, I don't want to slight this because it's something I'm fascinated by. Um, I am a uh, uh, child of science. I, I, in my spare time, I read books about astronomy, astrology—not astrology, um, not astrology uh, astronomy, uh, physics, uh, quantum physics. It's what I enjoy reading. I know it doesn't make any sense, um, and do I understand it all? No, 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 no. Um, but I do believe there's a real possibility that we are not alone in the universe does that shake my faith in any way, shape, or form? No, no, no. It just doesn't make my uh, faith like, uh, w- oh, you know, the heliocentric um, uh, center of the universe, saying they used to believe that that the earth was the center of the universe. It's really actually the sun. Didn't discount, didn't make anybody not Christians anymore, didn't make anybody not Muslims anymore. Uh, but acknowledging that there is life elsewhere in the universe doesn't do the same thing. Now, I've got some, uh, uh, some uh, audio from a military whistleblower David Grush, who says the U.S. has recovered a number of non human aircraft and the pilots. All right. That's coming up on the other side of this break. I think you're going to find it fascinating. And then RFK speaks out, and he's the candidate to beat as far as Democrats. This is the Rob Carson Show.
0: Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D.
1: What you do in your bedroom is your business. What you do to our country is ours. It's the Rob Carson Show.
0: Now beaver you a
1: truckin' with a rubber duck And I'm about to pull a plug on your dream. That's right
6: yeah,
2: it, Ain't she a beautiful sight
1: Come on, Come on
2: join our Ain't nothing gonna
4: get in our way
2: canada version of the convoy uh, a couple years ago Tamara leach has written a book called uh, hold the line my story from the front line of the freedom convoy the head of the canadian truckers convoy and she's on the uh, newsmax hotline hello how are you today
10: i am fantastic
2: how are you doing well i'm i'm good and i uh, just want to tell you that i'm sorry what happened to uh, your movement in canada and i'm sorry that the same damn thing happened in here except for our uh, uh, around the beltway in washington dc they didn't even let the truckers uh depart their exits to go into the uh, into the district um so oh. we tried to emulate you guys and we got shut down uh tell us a little bit about what happened during the uh, the canada truckers convoy because i remember you were parked in the capital city, I remember there was a great deal of support, and then I noticed, and, and we all saw, the government crackdown on your ability to express yourselves. Why don't you give us in a nutshell what happened and how the Canadian government stopped your movement or at least you know visibly appeared to stop your movement? Mm-hmm. Yes,
10: thank you. Well, a small handful of us got together, um, we, we just connected, and um, we had similar ideas and the very same concern. In Canada, I'm not exactly sure what the space was like for the last two years during the pandemic, but Canada was a very dark place. There, was, there, were, there were so many suicides in my hometown that they quit reporting on them. And, you know, so we got together, we discussed a few options. Well, they, they had discussed a few options, Bridget Belton and Chris Barber. They talked about small roles, maybe just a, a Canada-wide shutdown for a day. And then in the end, we decided to convoy to Ottawa. And um, it was probably the most peaceful and polite protest of all time. You know, it, it wasn't like I watched the Black Lives Matter protests. I watched the Chaz Chop Autonomous Zone. I believe that was in Seattle. Yep. You know, there was businesses looted and windows broken and, and you know, none of that happened and happened at all in the convoy. It was it was so peaceful. We fed and sheltered the homeless, the crime rate in Ottawa went down. We were accused of a number of things which were all lies perpetrated by the government colluding with our mainstream media here. And then in the end they uh they basically act martial law here, which we call our emergency act and they cracked down, they put they they put their boots on the ground and literally and figuratively trampled our, our trampled our rights and freedoms. It, Tamara, was, let uh, me, it was astonishing.
2: Let me ask you this because um we've had the same thing happen in our country Uh, January the 6th was a peaceful protest. A million people were there. There were people who infiltrated it, who let people into the Capitol. The truth is coming out about this now. And we have political prisoners in a prison in Washington, D.C., who've been held over 800 days without charges, many of them physically abused, Uh, many of them starved, giving bad water, not having their injuries treated. Uh, Are you finding this uh, uh, to be happening in Canada with regard to those who speak out against government mandates or anything that uh, Justin Trudeau has uh, has mandated with regard to restrictions on freedom?
10: Well, first of all, that's really terrible, and I'm sorry that that's happening to these people um, just for simply trying to express their, their, their views. In Canada here, yes, I mean, rapists and murderers get treated better than what we have been. Chris Barber and I are co-accused. We are facing 10 years in jail, Neither of us have a criminal record, uh, uh, any type of violent background. I've never even been in Facebook jail before. And, um, and, and so it's just gross overreach. I mean, t- for a mischief charge, and, and in Canada, um, mischief is akin to spray painting graffiti on a wall. Our trial starts on September the 5th and concludes on, on October the 16th for mischief.
2: So you you go, you go you took part in a peaceful protest, which is what has happened in America, and you are facing uh, 10 years in prison. And what exactly, I mean, you call it mischief. What are they saying that your mischief was? Well, you know,
10: uh, we're still trying to find that out. We have a motion wow. for particulars going against uh, the crown prosecutor on July the 18th. He is refusing to tell us what is, you you know, you you can charge us with mischief, but then you have to say, this is the incident that you did that was mischief. And you don't know. I don't know. What the hell? I ask that question
2: every day. <laughs> Tamron, let me ask you, I mean, no, you, you don't have the First Amendment. We have the First Amendment, which is supposed to guarantee the freedom to redress your grievances with the government, the freedom to assemble, the freedom to speak. We managed to get trampled. What's it like in Canada if you're speaking out against this onerous leftist government?
10: In Canada, we have what's called the Charter of Rights and Freedoms that was drafted and put through the House in 1982. Ironically, there's one signatory left that crafted and signed off on that Charter of Rights and Freedoms. His name is uh, Mr. Brian Peckford. He was the former Premier of Newfoundland. The morning that Justin Trudeau invoked the Emergencies Act, myself and Keith Wilson and my husband... We're on our way to meet with Mr. Peckford in Ottawa, Um, and so we had to break the news to him that his charter that he drafted, crafted, and signed on to and signed into law had just been—wasn't worth the paper it was written on. And, I mean, that's the whole thing with the whole COVID business to begin with. I mean, we have God-given rights. And yes. what I'm seeing happening in Canada, I don't know about the states, but they're really trying to remove God from everything.
2: And oh, well, of course, it's the same thing, Canada, thing Tamara. Yeah. It's the yes. same. It's a, car- Tamara, it's, a car- it's a carbon copy of what's happening yes. in Canada. It is. Yeah.
10: And, you know, I have to just say uh, a ver- uh, kudos to Governor DeSantis. You know, he stepped up when GoFundMe yeah. was pulling some shenanigans. Yes. I really hope I get to shake that man's hand one day. You know, yeah. we were so grateful to him because there was not a lot of people that were that were that were brave enough to step forward. And when he stepped forward and put his foot down with GoFundMe, you know, we were all applauding him from Canada. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, GoFundMe, turns out, it is a political uh, organization. And a lot of people have had to go raise their money somewhere, from somewhere else because GoFundMe was the same as all of these other organizations that uh, the Global Disinformation Index shut down. Your movement was one of those, and I think it's it's great. So you've got a trial coming up in September. You've got this book, Hold the Line, My Story from the Heart of the Freedom Convoy. Um, is is uh, Is the fire still alive in the hearts of Canadians who who love freedom, are you still Are you still fighting all of this nonsense? Because we are here in the States, and I believe we're beginning to turn the corner.
10: I sure hope so for you guys. You know, I hope that a lot of, I mean, we opened a lot of eyes, and I'm really hoping that those eyes aren't closing. I don't think so, but, you know, the intimidation and provocation that we face, I mean, let's face it, our government froze the bank accounts of about 270 yes. to 280 people with no parliamentary oversight no court order from a judge nothing actually yeah. we had bank there was one that came out in the in the inquiry into the emergency act last fall there was one president of one bank in particular that advised our finance minister to label us as terrorists so they could yeah. seize our assets yeah. i mean this is scary stuff and so i think a lot of people um, are intimidated and maybe fearful, but, you know, that that's the thing. That's the only tool they have is fear. And if you can stand up to that fear and realize that there is nothing to be afraid of. You Amen. know, as we just showed in Canada, when you come together like that, it, it, it was amazing. It was the greatest show of Canadian unity that I've seen in my lifetime. I've yeah. always been an, a, a, a admiring and um, fascinated with. Americans and their patriotism and their love of their country and their love of their flag. That's what I grew up watching. And yep. the, the, the convoy was probably the first experience that I felt like that in Canada, where I felt like I could relate to how you guys yep. feel so much well, pride in your country.
2: Well, Tamara, you, uh, you aren't alone, and I, and I believe uh, the, the American people are ready to fight on this. We're sick and tired of it. I know that there are Americans who believed in your movement, and you guys led the way. I, I got to tell you, you really did. A lot of the times, you know, Canada, and I'll just be honest, is kind of a punchline to a lot of Americans, uh, but I'm going to tell you, mm-hmm. you you made freedom-loving Americans realize what burns in the heart of freedom-loving Canadians, and, and we supported your convoy. That that's why we emulated it. We did. Mm-hmm. America and the trucking industry and the hardworking people of America, we tried to emulate it, and they shut us down. But I'm going to tell you, Tamara, first of all, we're praying for you with regard to your trial. And second of all, I know that there are a lot of Americans who will join you in that fight because we're going to turn all this around. I really believe We you.
10: are. We are. I'm a firm believer that the pendulum can only swing so far one way
2: yep i agree tamara i appreciate you joining me today tamara leash it's l-i-c-h and the book is called hold the line my story from the heart of the freedom convoy i would assume that proceeds for the book will help in your legal defense is there someplace else that we can help you as well
10: yes my criminal defense is being funded by the democracy fund which you can find on the democracyfund.ca uh Chris Barber's criminal defense is being funded by the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms, uh, www.jccf.ca. And, um, yeah, we've got uh, we've got six weeks of trial coming up and lots to do in the meantime. So, you know, um, we're just right. so grateful that we have these organizations here that can help us.
2: We'll post the information on social media tomorrow Godspeed and God bless, and we'll talk again soon, okay? Thank you so much. You bet. You bet. All right. Uh, wow. You know, listen, France, France was leading on the COVID protests and we're sitting here like sheep. We're, we're the ones who have the first amendment. We're the ones who've always been able to say what we wanted to say. And we, we allowed the government to tell us you can't go to church. Are you out of your mind? It's pretty bad when France leads the way, when Denmark says that transition surgery on children, mutilative transition surgery on children is wrong, and we're going to stop it, and we have to follow their lead? We've been the shining light. This time it was Canada that started it, and they tried the same thing here, and we got shut down in D.C., and that ain't going to happen anymore. That bleep ends. Unbelievable. All right, I do want to uh, mention here before we I'm gonna, I'm gonna set this up a little bit. I'm to get the audio on the other side with regard to this uh, House Oversight Committee holding UFO hearings. Now, I know this sounds bizarre. I know it sounds not possible. I'm not sure exactly what to think about it. I do believe there could be something to it. As strange as alien encounters are, we are now being told that things like there's voter fraud is as preposterous, right? We are being told, we were told, that uh, if we doubted uh, Donald Trump colluded with Russia, that that was something that was unbelievable, that you are way off with that. We know that it was not happening. We know that they lied to us. Same thing goes with COVID protocols, vaccine, blah, 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 the whole deal. Now we come along here, and there is literally going to be uh, a military whistleblower, David Grush, who is going to testify that the United States government has recovered a number of non-human aircraft and pilots. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer confirmed a hearing on the subject is imminent. I uh, I love the movie Contact. It's a Jodie Foster movie from years ago, and one of the lines was, do you believe there's... Life on other planets, and the expression that her father would say, Well, if there weren't, it would be a hell of a waste of space. You have no idea how big the universe is. I have no idea how the universe is. We have a new telescope in space that is showing us the hand of God. It's showing the limits of the universe, which is around, they say, 15 billion years old. I don't believe that fi- flies in the face of faith. I think the more uh, we discover about the strangeness of the universe, the, no, the more I believe that it is by an intelligent design, and you may call that designer God. That's what I choose to call that designer. I believe that the universe was created by God, and I believe science actually proves it. I'm going to share the audio from this whistleblower coming up. If you want to chime in, 800 This is The Rob Carson Show.
1: To all the Brandons out there, we salute you. It's the Rob Carson Show.
2: Welcome to Earth. That is Will Smith saying, uh, welcome to Earth, to a space alien in the movie Independence Day that I've seen probably 50 times. Military whistleblower David Grush says that the U.S. has recovered quite a few, uh, quite a number of non-human aircraft. Um, Does this surprise you? Is it lunatic friend stuff? Or is it real? You know? Uh, He is an Air Force veteran, former member of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, made the astonishing on-air claims uh, that the U.S. and other nations are engaged in top-secret arms race to reverse-engineer alien technology. That's what they're saying. This guy apparently is uh, is fairly credible. Here is a little bit of him talking to uh, News Nation about it if you're telling us the truth mm-hmm.
6: everyone the entire american public has been lied to for decades
5: yeah there's a sophisticated uh... disinformation campaign
2: targeting the u.s. populace which is extremely unethical and immoral you this would be unbelievable if uh... the united states government hadn't been lying to us about everything
6: You are saying to the human race for the first time an official intelligence representative at a high level from the US government is saying publicly, we are not alone.
5: We're definitely not alone. Absolutely the data points empirically that we're not alone. Yeah. Do we have bodies? Do we have species? Of well, non-human? naturally um, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed um, sometimes you encounter um, dead pilots and uh, believe it or not, as, fan- as fantastical as that sounds It's true.
7: All right. There you
2: go. So, uh, you will see. You know, I uh, like I said, I'm a science geek, and I don't want to lose you on this stuff because it's just how I think. If they say the universe is 15 billion years old, where we live on this earth and the expanse of... of, uh, The the place we are in history is an eyelash on a a 200-mile strip. Okay, we are an eyelash. We are a blink in history. Where we are right now is a blink in history. It's 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 nothing. It just happened. The the super intelligence of the human race and the the uh, incredible uh, acceleration of technology we've seen just in the last couple of years is mind-bending. It is uh, unexpected, I guess, to some, and it, and it was a long time coming. So, when you look at 15 billion years, even a little shift in that like for instance a planet millions of years ago that began developing and experiencing some changes uh, a couple million years before us could have had uh, an intelligent life form spring out of that that existed maybe even existed and then died or maybe still existed Uh, you know the movie Star Wars that's what they say a, a long time ago in a galaxy far far away well why how could that be well that that humanity or that 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 civilization could have existed elsewhere Already lived and died without us knowing it, or it could have visited us using quantum technology, using speed of elect- light technology, uh, black hole, blah blah blah, uh, what it- wormhole, uh, whatever. So, am I willing to say that it is? It, I, I am willing to say could be. I'm not saying that it is, but we do live in in uh, amazing times. We really do in in the in the history of mankind. What's happening? On our world, technologically, uh, knowledge-wise, it, it is unprecedented in world history. That we are here to watch it is remarkable. That we are here watching it together, maybe there's a reason for it. Maybe there's a reason for it. We're uh, we're on a ride together um, through all of this, and uh, hopefully we'll all be uh, better because of it. Ah,
0: uh, hmm.
1: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show.
2: It is The Rob Carson Show, and the number, if you would like to chime in, is 800-922-6680. Newsmax is uh, is rocking the ratings, and there's a reason for it just a lot of really good content eric bowling rob schmidt uh if you have it and it's kind of interesting because uh, i started at newsmax uh, i was contacted by the president of newsmax uh, chris ruddy and i was selling cars and i was doing a, a video podcast and audio podcast and i you know done some things on my own but i still had to sell cars and he calls me at this car dealership and i'm like Uh, Hello? Yeah, Rob, it's Chris Ruddy at Newsmax. I'm like, okay, what did I do? You guys doing an expose on car dealers? And he goes, no, man, where you been? I mean, I'm watching your stuff here. It's pretty amazing. Where you been? I said, well, I've been in an abusive relationship with radio for about uh, 20 years. And he said, well, we want to have you on Newsmax. You're funny and you 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 got some great insights. I said, okay. And, and back then, it was about three years ago. Uh, you know, there were some people who knew of Newsmax, but Newsmax has just. I mean, just gone insane, you know, what what happened with uh, Fox in the 2020 election and all of the things that we're finding out that were always, uh, you know, we were being told that was misinformation and disinformation, and we knew it was true. And people like Greg Kelly kept saying, no, no, this is actually true. While Fox went the wayside, while CNN went the wayside, towed the party line and all that, we had hosts on Newsmax, and we added to our lineup. We added people like Greta von Susteren, and and I'm going to tell you, Greta Van Susteren. I don't agree with a lot of her political opinions, but I'm going to tell you one thing: she is a journalist. She is a journalist, and she's doing a great job. And she's getting the names, and Rob Schmidt's getting the names, and Eric Bowling's getting the names, and Chris Plant and Greg Kelly. So uh, if you get a chance to, you'll understand. While Newsmax is the fastest growing cable news channel, you'll understand why Newsmax is beating CNN. A lot of the times, and CNN is forced viewership everywhere. But uh, download the Newsmax app, and of course they're on uh, most cable networks. And then also you can go to uh, 349 on Directv and do that. Oh, and this is funny because in Canada, you know the uh, the the country that's blowing smoke up our, you know what? Because of forest mismanagement and green energy nonsense, and uh, MSNBC saying it's climate change, but there aren't uh, forest fires. Happening in Cambodia and uh, 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 Wyoming and Georgia. So there's that. But anyway, in, in Canada, the BBC has demanded that all TV remote controls contain dedicated butt- buttons just like the one for Netflix that they it for the BBC on the channel. And I'm going to tell you right now, if there, was a, if there was a button on your remote for CNN, how often would you push that button? It it is remarkable. This is the length that failed broadcast networks that people no longer trust will go to. And because the BBC is government-sanctioned and has the power and force of the government, and the government can go after everybody else for misinformation and disinformation, and they can shut down trucker protests and put people in jail and all that, the BBC can simply say, you know, we want everybody's remote to have BBC on it. So I would just take a sharpie and just cross over that, or maybe physically take some needle-nose pliers, just pull that button right off my remote. It, It's—I mean, what else you're gonna do? You're gonna do a Clockwork Orange where you have people's eyes open and you make them sit in front of TV screens? Don't put it past them. <laughs> don't put it past them oh my goodness it is uh, it is just remarkable I think we need to talk about a little bit more uh, government corruption this time want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, Jack Smith the judge who wants to go after Donald Trump for mishandling classified documents it's a joke it's a distraction it's another attempt to take down the man who will be president that crooked DOJ
6: this is Jim Gossett. wants Trump out of the way indictment soon they say it's a witch hunt nice try ain't gonna work and they've got no defense Seven for it. years of this there is no evidence for it we're done joe and pence they took documents too it's a witch hunt. Been going on for years. Partisan witch hunt. Yes. Everybody knows it. And although they know that none of it's true, they haven't found a single crime. Now, Chris Ray should be doing time. Hope someone drops a dime on him soon. But it didn't do that down. This Jack Smith creep must go as well as Sleepy Joe. Garland, no one's as low as you, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. as you, uh-huh. as you. And you know, this isn't about justice. This isn't about uh, crime. This is about the justice system making up crime to take down a political enemy. They know it, too. They're not doing this because they think Donald Trump is a criminal. They're doing it because they consider him a threat. That's the difference they know exactly what they're doing they're knowing there is no crime they are going after something they make up Alvin Bragg is trying the same thing in New York it's happened time and time again it's not a face time and time again they're trying this is the latest iteration and it's gonna fall by the way if you want to hire Jim Gossett Jim Gossett does all our our song parodies I've told you with conservative comedy very hard to find a gig and Jim does corporate gigs. Jim does private gigs. He does comedy clubs. And if you'd like to book Jim Gossett, the, the guy on this show, Jim Gossett, I have a number for you. If you want to write it down, okay. And he does non-political stuff too, liven up a funeral. I'm telling you, You can do anything. Funeral, uh, you know, a bris, uh, hard to make that funny, but uh, you know, a bar mitzvah could be hell, a wedding reception. I don't even know. Just a corporate gathering. Here's a number for Jim Gossett, and it's easy to remember. Okay, write it down. Six seven eight. Eight two nine show, 829 eight, show. Uh, holiday season's coming up, you know, in the in the fall, and the in the bit. If you want to book Jim Gossett, uh, I would suggest you do so. And I'm I'm talking about comedy clubs too. This guy's going to fill the house. So uh, six seven eight eight two nine show, six seven eight eight two nine show. Uh, this is a, an ex Trump prosecutorial uh, attorney, I, I should say, an ex Trump attorney alleging, his name is, by the way, Tim Parlator. he was on CBS with Katherine Herridge. CBS! I know, I know, I know. And he's saying that this Jack Smith uh, ongoing classified documents probe is about prosecutorial misconduct. This is on CBS.
9: The Trump attorneys have raised questions about prosecutorial misconduct in this case. What did you witness?
5: I witnessed a lot of misconduct. What did that look like? So I... Uh, It's been reported. I went before the grand jury myself. Um, I was not subpoenaed. I went involuntarily as in the place of a custodian of records. And I was really stunned. This is a
2: fishing expedition. And when he explains it, you'll understand what I mean
5: by what I saw in the grand jury room, by the conduct of the prosecutors. They made many attempts to uh, to try to get at privileged communications. Yeah. They would ask me about conversations with my client. They would make improper references to the jury, trying to mislead them about that.
2: Kind of like what Congress did to Matt Taibbi, asking him about his sources and everything. And he's like, uh, no, I don't have to give you that stuff.
5: Why are you asking me? At one point, it got to the level where you know they're asking me this again, and then they'll turn to the grand jury. and say, So you're refusing to provide this information. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm not refusing to provide. The ethical rules prohibit me. Even if the answer to this question is helpful, yeah. I'm not allowed to give it. No. And I turned to the jury and I said, and she knows it. She knows that it's an improper question. It's an improper inference. Mm-hmm. That then led to an exchange where she tried saying, well, the privilege has exceptions. It could be waived, yes. Well, if the president's so cooperative why won't he waive privilege and allow you to tell the grand jury about his conversations
9: why does that cross a legal red line here we go.
5: that crosses a major red line as far as implying guilt to a jury based on the invocation of a constitutional right yep it's the kind of thing that if that had happened in a trial court the judge would have immediately yeah, you know, stopped everything probably declared a mistrial and it's the kind of thing that quite frankly an attorney a prosecuting attorney who willfully does that type of thing would potentially face discipline and yeah. i think that they probably will when this case comes up.
2: yeah and you know what i used to have uh, faith in the legal system uh that they would actually look at things uh deferentially and not pursue politics but that's out the window that's out the window with all of these grand juries, the grand jury in New York with, uh, with uh, the, the, uh, the AG or the, the DA there, Alvin Bragg. It was a joke. They had a person who was in charge of the grand jury who was a Wiccan, freak show, leftist. And honestly, it's a joke. You can't get justice in the country. So the only thing we can do is make it so obvious that this is uh, blatantly corrupt that finally people raise enough hell that it sends a message, you better get yourself together or you're done. You are done. This is Jim Jordan talking about the the different treatment because, you know, right now we have the most corrupt president in the history of the country in office. It is backed up by uh, records, it is bank- backed up by by banking records, uh, and it is banked uh, backed up by witnesses, it is backed up by testimony, it is backed up by uh, documents, uh, it, the FBI, the CI, I can go on and on. There is evidence that is indisputable. Joe Biden is the most corrupt president at least of our lifetimes, and I would venture to say definitely in the history of the country, yet Donald Trump has been out on office for two and a half years is the target and Joe Biden is being ignored by the biggest law enforcement agencies in the country and here is uh, Jim talking to I think this was uh, Fox about this
9: president he's calling Marxist and fascist in the DOJ and FBI going after me at a level and speed never seen in our country I did nothing wrong he talked about Joe Biden keeping documents, Joe Biden having documents from when he was a senator, which we know they're not allowed to leave with. Um, what do you say to that? Is, the, is there disparate treatment here?
11: Of course there is. And anyone with comp- No. Common sense can see it. Oh, yeah, common sense. Spied on his campaign in 2016. They gave us three years of the Mueller investigation, $30 million that found nothing. The day after the Mueller, Bob Mueller testifies in front of Congress, they start the impeachment. 51 former intel officials sign a letter, all designed to suppress the Biden laptop story. They go raid his home 91 days before the 2022 midterms. And now they're going to indict him, not just in New York with Mr. Bragg, not just in Georgia with Fonnie Willis, but also with the special counsel. I think they've been after this guy and the country knows it's ridiculous. Of
2: course we do. And uh, and Jim, why why is that? What has the FBI and the DOJ been involved with for the last, I don't know, seven years?
11: A colleague of mine said this in a committee hearing a few weeks ago, uh, Mr. Gates. He said, when is the FBI going to quit interfering with elections? Oh, 2016, they gotcha. spied on President yeah. Trump's campaign. 2018, it was the Mueller investigation. Oh, yeah. 2020, mm-hmm. they suppressed information about the Hunter Biden story. 2022, they raided the president's home 91 days before an election. Oh, yeah. Maybe it'd be nice If the FBI and the Justice Department just stayed out of it and let we the people decide who we think should represent us, who we think should lead us, that's supposed to be how America works. This is why
2: the deep state wants Donald Trump out.
11: So this is the focus on the Judiciary Committee, the political nature of the Justice (laughs) Department and the linkage now to what was happening with the Hunter Biden story, again, just 15 days before we have a presidential election.
2: Yeah, it is just, uh, it's remarkable and it's becoming nakedly obvious. To everybody, and, uh, and hopefully it will result in the removal of Joe Biden from office by hook or by crook. By hook, meaning 25th Amendment, meaning, uh, Mr. President, your brain isn't working. I think it would be better for the country for you to step down. Or by crook, uh, the exposure of all of the uh, the malfeasance and the eventual collapse of the uh, FBI's uh, covering of all of this and removal from Joe Biden, a resignation to save people from going to jail. That's what I think is going to happen. I don't think he's going to be the candidate through the uh, through the uh, primary process and certainly not into the election. Let's take a break and come back. Um, I got some news about January the 6th that you've known about for a very long time, more evidence coming out about uh, the crowd, who was there and who caused it. That's on the way. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show.
1: Driving snowflakes and candy aisle kids crazier every day. It's the Rob Carson Show.
2: remember all of the uh, gas powered engines, power plants, gas stoves, gas furnaces, uh uh, sundry uh, items that produce CO2, including your lungs, pale by comparison to the amount of particulate matter and CO2 being released by Canada into the United States because they mismanaged their forests there because of green energy nonsense. Uh, the factories and the, uh, and the vehicles and the fireplaces of America have never shut down uh, people from flying in to, uh, to cities across the eastern seaboard. Or cause people on Broadway in New York City to say, "I can't breathe," so I'm not going to do the show tonight. So, uh, way to go, Canada! How about we send a bill to Canada? Uh, did, Joe been, did Joe Biden get any money from Canada? I know that we are on odd, holding China accountable for creating the uh, the coronavirus and then unleashing it on us. Can we do this to Canada, or is that verboten? Did the, Did uh, Did Joe Biden get millions from Canada? And I'm not getting an answer. Mostly because I'm sitting here in a room by myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike Pence was on uh, with Greta von Susteren last night. And, and this is what we do. This is what we do on Newsmax. We have opposing views on there. Greta von Susteren, very, uh, they leave it up to me to pick apart the guests after they air. Because, you know, then I can do that. But they have this thing called, I don't know. Journalist in, in, uh, journalistic uh, credibility, I don't know, whatever that is. I don't need to. I just like to, uh, I just like to have my opinion and, uh, and tell the truth uh, based on research and occasionally make you laugh. Uh, but here is uh, Mike Pence last night talking about uh, January the 6th. He still, by the way, and, and the reason why Mike Pence won't be the president is because uh, Trump voters know that Mike Pence could have done something about the 2020 election. Uh, uh, and Mike Pence continues to say that Donald Trump caused January the 6th. That's a lie. So Mike Pence will never be the president of the United States. Uh, Part of that is because of what I just said, and then part of it is the fact that he is an old-school Paul Ryan, Mitt Romney Republican, and that end of the party holds no sway. Anymore, unless they, you know, put their elbow on the uh, on the scale, uh, and uh, you know, use money and influence in other ways to try to take out Donald Trump. But here is uh, Mike Pence talking about January the sixth with Greta von Susteren last night on Newsmax. Uh,
4: Greta, I, I don't know what he intended, but uh, as I've said many times, I said He's talking about Donald Trump again today. Uh, his words were reckless that day. And no, they weren't. With my wife, my daughter, our team at our side, I thought. I thought he endangered all of us at the Capitol by literally calling me out uh, while a riot was unfolding. But but that was not
2: the- No, co- when he was on stage, there was no riot unfolding. There were people still standing there, but people had already gone to the Capitol to cause this, and the crowd was infiltrated. I'll get to that in a few, because I got some new juicy tidbits on that.
4: core of my message today, the core I wanted to convey to people, uh, is that also in the midst of that, uh that President Trump asked me to choose between him and the Constitution. I had taken an oath to to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. I laid out today, and your viewers can go and look at it themselves, where where in Article 2, Section 3 it clearly states the duties that I had presiding over a joint session of Congress. And the duties that you you ignored, by the way. I'll
2: get to that in one second. But here is uh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump, uh, after he left the stage from the peaceful rally of a million people who were there because they know the election was stolen, all right? FBI. Just look at the records. He was. Just look at it. The, the FBI admits that they were involved. Okay. I just say 100 bytes laptop can go on and on. A uh, 51 Intel record. Here is what uh, Donald Trump created, put online, and Twitter took it down. And so did YouTube. Took this down while the uh, insurrection was happening.
7: We have to have law and order. We have
4: to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened where they could take how it is this reckless, Mike Pence? Away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country.
2: You know, what reckless is shutting down the American people when they're trying to say, Hey, man, something happened here.
4: This was a fraudulent election, but we can't play into the hands of these people.
7: We have to have peace.
2: There you go. Yeah, that's really reckless, you know. Uh, so, anyway, got a little bit more on this, including Seb Gorka going off on mike pence it's it's good it's awesome and it's on the other side of this break this my friends is the rob carson show
1: sleepy joe joe biden's been asleep for years this has to be a wake-up call and shine a bright spotlight on anything like this behavior anywhere it's the rob carson show So the
2: uh, Southern Poverty Law Center, which is being exposed even further as a fraudulent, slanderous, filthy... Uh, organization says that uh, the parents' rights organizations including Moms for Liberty are the latest to be added to a list of hate and anti-government groups. This is what they're trying to do. Anything that is against the uh, federal government is either considered disinformation or misinformation or hate or anti-government speech. That's the way it works. Uh, you've got groups also doing the same thing to, uh, to the state of Florida. The NAACP said that uh, black people shouldn't go to Florida because they'll all get murdered because it's so racist and everything, and uh, and anyway, so Moms for Liberty has been targeted, added to a hate map from uh, the Southern Poverty Law Group. This is a group of women who said, you know what, we really don't want our kids sexualized in schools. and We really don't think that black kids should feel like they have no chance to succeed because of institutional racism, and white kids should be blamed for all of the problems of the country. So it, it's it's common sense, but here is uh, this uh, awful awful group. Southern Poverty Law Center which I mean should be sued into oblivion should be sued I mean a class-action lawsuit in the hundreds of millions of dollars by all of the people have been called hate groups by this worthless pathetic Marxist hate group the Southern Poverty Law Center and I would venture to say any black-owned business in Florida who uh, if you missed one customer If you had one dollar worth in a business that was less than it was last month, I'd sue the NAACP for everything they're worth for uh, saying terrible things about the state of Florida because they disagree with Ron DeSantis' policies protecting children among other things. Uh, Honestly, you don't have time for this falderall anymore. Uh, And and it's time to fight back. When you get called a name like that, like Moms for Liberty, they're an organization that were created, I told you why, and this is a wholesale lie, a slanderous lie, to say that they are somehow affiliated as a hate group with groups like the KKK. Uh, That should result in massive Massive civil lawsuit to shut them down. To uh, to shut them down. Uh, let me talk to. Uh, let me see. We got shot. No, Buster. Buster in Santa Cruz. Hello, Buster. How you doing, my friend? Holy smokes, Rob! <laughs> oh, we're talking about <laughs> Canada.
12: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Amos and Andy.
2: Remember Amos and Andy? No, I remember uh, being taught about Amos and Andy when I was in broadcast school.
12: Oh, they were hilarious. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got checked. A little, a little a little dated, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh the deal is, is I want your opinion on this. What I feel is we got a potential problem here with uh uh impeaching Biden because from what I understand the next person would be the vice president. Yeah. And uh, in a sense it would all I mean, the way I see it, it would almost be like jumping from the Frying pan into the fire. Why? Because uh, you know the deal is what the way I'm looking at it, Rob is at least Biden is pretty good at uh, uh, how, how would I put this over the radio? Oh, baffle him with BS. That's his money. He's pretty good at that. But the problem is with Kamala Harris, it's real blatant. Toxic. I mean, this is like out in
2: front. You know what Buster, I mean? It's- Buster, Buster, uh, I, I understand where you're coming from and, from. and uh, uh, Kamala Harris, the only thing that I think people are most afraid of is embarrassment. And honestly, uh, how much more embarrassed can we be? Uh, we know that uh, Joe Biden is not pulling the strings. Joe Biden clearly is not in charge of the country. Do you suppose anything would change with Kamala Harris, who is a complete moron as the president? I, I don't even think I think it's a non-factor at this point that Joe Biden is removed from office office and Kamala Harris takes over it's nothing worse is going to happen it's like those people who said we can't default on our debt you know the world will end no 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 it won't it's all a bunch of crap Uh, It's all a bunch of crap. We have defaulted before. Everything was going to be paid. uh, And and honestly, the best way to end the malfeasance in Washington, D.C. with regard to spending, and by the way, we were screwed by Kevin McCarthy, and anyone who voted for that budget needs to be uh, primary minimum. But as far as Kamala Harris becoming the president, it won't make a bit of difference with regard to the direction of the country because she will have no more sway over the decisions being made in this country than Joe Biden... And Joe Biden ain't doing anything. He is a puppet. He spends 50% of his time away from Washington, D.C., because that's where the work gets done. That's why the classified documents are in, uh, you know, in Delaware. That's why the classified documents are at the Penn Biden Center. That's why the classified documents are wherever. Uh, so I don't, I don't believe that we, if you're afraid of getting rid of Joe Biden, the most corrupt president in the history of our country, because Kamala Harris will become, the president. I don't even know what you're afraid of, Buster. I I really, I really don't. Can I answer that, Rob? Sure, sure. No, no. I'm I'm the only person allowed to speak here, Buster. No, go ahead.
12: Yeah, no, no. What I'm worried about is so far she hasn't taken care of business. No way, no how. Now, what if the Chinese find this a prime opportunity For some form of attack, will this woman, how will she conduct herself under that kind of pressure as the commander in chief and her finger, part of the establishment up there that has her fingers on the nukes? No, Buster, we're,
2: we're. Joe Biden has already gotten 30 million people from the communist Chinese, $30 million from the communist Chinese government. Joe Biden has already allowed China to run all over us. Joe Biden has allowed a Chinese spy balloon to fly over country for eight days, unencumbered. Joe Biden has allowed us to become energy dependent again and force all of our, our, uh, our needs for batteries and wind turbines to China. And Joe Biden also didn't hold China accountable for creating and unleashing a man-made virus on us. So do you really think that if China declared war on us, that Joe Biden would be better uh, stopping or defending the country than Kamala Harris?
12: No, I don't think the Chinese are going to do that, but I'm pretty sure they're going to attack Taiwan. We're going to have to do something, Rob. I
2: think Joe Biden would say keep it. (laughs) At this point, I really do, man. But listen, I do appreciate your your thoughts on it. I, I understand when you look at Kamala Harris, you think, dear God, how can somebody like that become the president? But I do the same thing when I look at Joe Biden. So, I appreciate your phone call, brother. I do appreciate your phone call. Let's go to Sean in Live Oak, California. Hello, Sean. Welcome to the show, Brad.
4: Uh, Greetings from West Libtardia.
2: Libtardia, lovely this time of year.
4: And the thing that's (laughs) happening in Canada with the forest fires, it reminds me of what uh, Gavin Newsom was doing when we had the fires in California. Yes. Blaming climate change. Of course, climate change is always the scapegoat of course for it is. your own uh, malfeasance and incompetence.
2: You know what, Sean? You know what I'm going to do? The next time I'm in an elevator and I let one go, I'm going to blame it on climate change. Well, that makes as much sense as what they do. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Blame everything on climate change. Uh, Honestly, it's a joke, Sean. Everybody knows it's a joke. Did you realize that all of the pollution ever made by mankind was essentially... Uh, negated when uh, what was it the, There was a volcano that every time a volcano erupts, it wipes out every uh, every amount of environmental damage as far as as far as exhausts of vehicles uh, in the entire world because we are tiny. Okay, we are very, very tiny. We are not affecting the climate. Uh, you know, it took, a, it took a meteor to destroy all the dinosaurs. It, takes, it took Mount St. Helens to uh, change the atmosphere for a couple of years. Uh, so it, it's, it's all nonsense. And, and what makes it even worse is that green energy nonsense was most likely responsible for the, uh, for the forest fires in Canada, mismanagement of forest lands. So, uh, uh, green energy policy actually caused this.
1: Yeah. Well, the other
4: thing about it is uh, is the other you know they they always wanted to present uh, scientific fraud as science. Yes. The the fact is is CO two now in our climate's history is lower. Than it's
1: been through our whole climate history. Yeah, and and
4: you know,
2: you know, I know this, Sean, because I go outside every single day, as I have since I was uh, a toddler, and I breathe, and the uh, the uh, uh, amount of oxygen, nitrogen, and carbon dioxide is essentially the same. I can still breathe just fine.
5: Yeah,
2: kind of weird. All right, thanks for the call, dude. Uh, Let's go to Carrie in Annapolis, Maryland. She's a member of the Nazi Moms of Liberty Party or uh, organization. Hi there, Carrie. Hi, how are you today? Good. It's not very often I get to talk to a, uh, a certified terrorist.
9: I know, a domestic <laughs> terrorist. That. I'm excited to be on today. I, I appreciate your time. Yes. I am calling because I am a mom. I am a mom that is in Moms for Liberty. And um, it is insane to me that we have been now labeled as a hate group But to me, that is a badge of honor in some ways because, unfortunately, it just shows the extreme hate on the left. For those of us parents who are concerned with our children, who are fighting for the fundamental right to raise our children, including in our education system, and the fact that they are trying to stop that is insanity to me.
2: You know what, it's funny, Kerry, uh, because years ago they started saying that uh, conservatives on campus, they always said they were uh, they were uh, racist, and then it became white supremacists, and now everybody who disagrees with everybody, uh, anyone on the left, is suddenly a white supremacist, a Nazi. Uh, white supremacy is not growing. It's always been a lunatic fringe movement. Uh, it's absurd on the face, but what's really absurd is that they're calling mothers concerned about what's being taught in schools, uh, uh, Nazis and KKK members, and i got to tell uh, i'm just done with it i'm just done with it carrie um it, we, what is your w- let me ask you this why did you join moms for liberty what was your goal what personal connection do you have to it
9: i'm glad you asked that so mom's for liberty arose it, it began but with a couple of moms we now have over a hundred thousand members around this, the country including in 37 states um, we aren't just moms we are mostly moms but a lot of us are moms who We saw what was going on in our children's classrooms when our children were kept out of schools. We were forced to educate them at home, and their classrooms were in front of us on computers. They, even for the most involved parents like myself, were able to hide a lot of what is actually going on within our schools. Um, because they hid them within classrooms, but when those classrooms were brought to us into our homes, we saw more than ever what was in there, and we were outraged. Combine that with the fact that our school system is failing. Ever since we um, both had a national Department of Education, um, but also especially since COVID, our children have fallen behind more than ever. I live in Maryland. We were the third to the last state to put children back into schools. Yep. Um, and. We spend over $22,000 a year per student in Baltimore alone. We also have 23 schools in Baltimore with zero children proficient in math. Explains the return on investment. They don't want to be held accountable. They don't want to answer to parents, even though we are the ones whose tax dollars fund these schools. And if you don't have young children in the schools, it doesn't matter. This is the future of your country. Your return on investment on your tax dollars is disgusting when it comes to education our children deserve better and we need to um, improve the education and what our children are learning about our country in schools as
2: well. Carrie, I hope that Moms for Liberty launches a class action suit against uh, the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center. You cannot get away with calling an organization, a peaceful organization. You cannot affiliate them with white supremacist groups in the KKK. Carrie, uh, I'm here for you guys and for Moms of, from, for Liberty. Whenever you guys need me, I, my, I lived in Maryland. My kids went to school in Maryland and we got the hell out. I, it wasn't. I wanted to stay in Maryland. I'm glad I didn't. I would move back if it weren't so insane. Uh, but I thank you for calling, Carrie. God bless you and have a glorious week weekend. Okay. Bye.
9: Thank you, from the other Moms for Liberty, we are joyful warriors and we thank you for your support.
2: All right, and you know what? Every time that I get labeled something like a white supremacist or a MAGA fascist, I embrace it, I hug it, I call it, I name it George. Yeah, just like the Abominable Stone Bandit <laughs> in the uh, the old cartoons with Bugs Bunny. I will love it and hug it and name it George. <laughs> it just
9: means we're over target and we moms will not be stopped. We will always fight oh. for
1: our children,
2: all children and what's best for them. Amen, amen. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show.
1: Donald Trump says he's the funniest man on TV. Just wait till he hears him on the radio. It's The Rob Carson Show.
2: You know, the uh, Democrats are uh, bringing people in wholesale across the southern border. Seventy percent of them are going to Republican uh, districts because they want to upset the election, they want to make these people into voters, um, I kind of wonder um, I wonder if that 's going to be effective uh, because a we 're going to stop them from voting and b uh, what the, uh, what the Democrats don 't realize is that even brown people love their children that 's how racist that the uh, Democrat party is. They automatically assume, hey, if you can give you a government check or give you driver 's license they 'll vote for us. Uh, no, no. Uh, Chicago public schools, uh, kind of uh, with regard to Carrie and Annapolis, the Moms for Liberty mom. Uh, uh, the Chicago public school system is failing in the Windy City students. Uh, failing the students. Recent suggests that uh, recent study suggests that 17 out of 100 Hispanic students can read and uh, read at grade level. Chicago Public Schools automatically advanced its 2021 third-grade Hispanic students to fourth-grade, even though 12% of them were able to read. School officials told parents that 85% of freshman students were on track to graduate, even though a mere 16% could read at grade level. You know why? Because the teachers' unions only give a crap about the teachers' unions. They could give a rip less about the kids. Teachers, I'd be pissed about it, unless you don't care either. Uh, further, 19% of Hispanics who graduated from high school in 2022 could read at grade level. There you go. Have a, have a nice future with that, kids. You hope you like drywalling the rest of your life. Amazingly, state board officials rated 101 of Chicago's 148 Hispanic-majority schools as commendable, even though only 15% of their students could read at grade level. These are kids who are sentenced to a life where they can only achieve so much. Uh, The Democrats would like to say that we have institutional racism, but I hate to tell you this, it's the institutions that Democrats have set up that are ruining the lives of children. Let's go to Teresa in Jarrettsville. Hello, Teresa. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind today?
8: Hey, Rock. Thanks for taking my call. Um, um, Yeah, speaking of the border, Joe Biden should be impeached for that alone, he could be impeached for neglecting to enforce the laws and making such a mess of the border. But as you said earlier with another caller, you know, people people think, oh, no, if he's impeached Kamala Harris. But, you know, they're they're both they're not running the show, neither one of them. So it it wouldn't matter. But um, he does need to be impeached for, for two reasons. One, justice. Justice has to be served. You know, that's why, you know, the Bible says because justice isn't executed, evil abounds. And that's why they get away with murder. They get away with all this stuff.
2: Teresa, this is this is one of the reasons, Teresa, this is one of the reasons why John or uh, that that, that, uh, Donald Trump says, I am your retribution, because people are angry. People are angry about the dual system of justice. People are angry with the DOJ going after parents at school board meetings and not doing anything about the people who burned our country down and and the country okay. that shut down our churches and our businesses and caused th- hundreds and thousands of people to go out of business. Uh, a lot of black businesses. I know a, a friend of mine had a food truck. He opened a barbecue joint, man. He was ready to go. They shut it down with COVID, and now it's an empty storefront. So I think people are tired of this dual system of justice. They want the man who was in the White House go on, and, and the people who don't want that are the ones, uh, well, who do want that, I should say, but they also believe that he wasn't uh, put in the White House uh, uh, fairly, and, and that's the only reason all of this crap is happening. That's where the, that's where the uh, I am your retribution comes, and uh, retribution, one of the many things, of, uh, is, uh, is impeaching Joe Biden, removing from office, and then getting a Republican in office who is going to uh, just gut the uh, the federal government and the deep state.
8: Well, I agree with that. And then the the info war. You know, it's just just getting the impeachment going and getting those hearings. look, they're public hearings, right? Yeah. People yeah. will people will hear all of the yeah. evidence against Biden and his dealings with China and everything yeah. else. It's, you know, that's the yep.
2: heart and soul of America. You know, we gotta know the truth, what's going on. Yep, Teresa, I gotta run. Um i like I said, it's gotta be hook or crook. I think he's gonna resign. I think they're gonna have to remove him. Something's gonna happen. I gotta take a break. This is the Rob Carson Show. Guys, it's Carson. If you don't know already, I am live noon to 3 Eastern Standard Time on talk radio stations across the country, and the replay of every show is available everywhere you find podcasts. Make sure to check out my TV show on Newsmax called Rob Carson's What in the World? And above all,
5: don't catch the stupid, stupid, stupid.